Tonight on Alpha Spec and Pod Form, James Sheaves. Famous uh, embarrassment for Australia on the world stage. <laughs> Vivian Clover Lejoie. Hope you brought your barf bags. And me, Byron Hussey. Alpha had a couple of really good zingers in this sequence. Okie dokie. 50. Hey everybody, welcome to the Alpha Spec and Pod Form 50th episode spectacular. Tequila. My name is Byron Hussey, and I am joined today by James Sheaves. Hey. Hey James. Thank you for I'm really being... happy to be joining 50 today. Yeah. Thanks for being a part of so many of the 50 casts. Um, do you have a count, a total count that you've done? It's a four, 47 and all. I don't think that's true, but that's fine. Um, And also joining today is Vivian. Hello. This is Vivian Clover Lejoie. Not VD. Not VD, who is not present. Um, Actually, uh, so the um, format of this cast is kind of like this is one of those kind of like this is your life kind of momentous milestone, golden anniversaries. Mm -hmm. Um, So... You know, kind of unsolicited, a bunch of people just started <laughs> sending me these, uh, these beautiful, beautiful heartfelt messages, um, which I have not listened to yet, but I'm going to sort of start playing them periodically throughout the cast, uh, just, just to sort of like, you know, for, first of all, for, for the audience, because I know love uh, everybody's so invested in this, this cast <laughs> that um, oh, yeah. it's sort of Everyone like... Everyone knows everyone. Yeah. Uh, but also growing. for myself, you know, just a little pat on the back for one of making one of the greatest um, podcasts of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you deserve it. Yeah. Why don't we start with um, this heartfelt message from uh, Philip J. Reed. This is Philip J. Reed of noiselesschatter.com slash alf fame and just fame in general, really. I'm wishing you a happy anniversary by Robopod. When you first had the idea to take the episode-by-episode reviews I'd already written about ALF and create an audio version for people who can't read, I doubted you would make it to 50 installments. And yet, here we are. How about that? Anyway, best of luck with the show. This episode is a pile of garbage. Here's to many more. Did you guys hear that? Oh God, that Philip! Did I, I even want to hear it? It was good. It was um, it was good. It was fine. It was like a little bit wrong, like wrong-headed, like inaccurate. Um, yeah. Well, what is he right? Almost never. Like, who would waste their time yeah. writing a blog? First of all, like, what year is it? Two thousand four. About <laughs> about Alf, like a shit yeah. shithole subject. Um. So anyway, Terrible thanks, Philip. Everybody, go check out his uh, his blog. I think it's a uh, noiseless noise. It's noise noise chatter dot dot Noiseless chatter. Um, so tonight's episode is called Tequila. It is, I guess, it's the fiftieth episode of Alf, too, right? Yeah. Uh, Momentous occasion. Sure, call it. It says forty nine on the count. Fuck. Oh. You mean the podcast uh, no, count? No, no, no. I, I think I'm making that up. Okay, no, it's it's a uh, it's fifty. 
it's 50. Um, so this episode um, first aired in, um, that's not really in front of me. <laughs> I don't have that uh, information. Well- I don't know if you've looked at the the wiki article, but the wiki article for this particular episode is very amusing because someone has just kind of like used it to troll the episode. Yeah. Like just in the synopsis, they're just like, you know, saying that none of the jokes land and it's all. uh... Yeah. It's it's, uh, surprisingly long. They're usually not this Mm. long. Um, Okay. So it aired uh, what? Um, I still don't see it. March 28th, 1988. That's pretty close to St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, big day. <laughs> Not for, that close, for booze but... hags. <laughs> oh booze yeah. Hag. Is that a um, politically correct term, booze hag? What about hoochmonger? Right? Maybe a, a rung above booze whore. Mm-hmm. Or uh, we don't we don't get the word the lush flood. in this episode. Yeah, but hooch slut. <laughs> Alka slut. Um, so I think I'm a little bit, still a bit too loud. I'm going to see if I can turn my mic down a tiny bit. Scotch. Turn down a scotch. Actually, I'm going to turn myself down a, a scotch and I'm going to turn you guys Nova up. Scotia? What? Nova Shit. Scotia? I think I opened the wrong thing. I Maybe I'll cut this out. Maybe. Maybe. How do we sound now? Um. Yes. Is, is my audio Okay. Yeah, it's better. I fixed it. Okay. okay. So, the song that this episode is named for. Now I'm adjusting I wonder myself what it is. noisily in my chair also. So, that's that can be added to the cast, too, permanently. Um, yeah, Byron's chair. <laughs> is Tequila, um, which is a 1958 Latin-flavored rock and roll instrumental. 1915? No, it's 1958. <laughs> written by Daniel Flores and recorded by The Champs. D- do you guys know the song? Oh yeah. I'm familiar. This is the fame song that most famously was played in Pee-wee's Big Adventure when he wore the giant shoes <laughs> and danced yeah. on the bar. Did you guys see that famous clip? Oh, I thought this I thought this was the one where he jacked off in the theater. Um I mean, it can be two things. <laughs> Let's that's on the uh, the best of real of uh, Paul Rubens. Yeah. Um, and the, aside from the crack commercial. James, do you have any experience with the song, like in your personal life, like any associations? Well, yeah, like um, school band always played it. It was like the only song they knew. Yeah, <laughs> it is one of those band songs. Um, it goes a little bit. Of a something I like of this. Yeah, I won't even bother playing the clip from YouTube because that's pretty much pitch for pitch, pitch, that, pitch, yeah. pitch perfect. Pitch perfect, perfect cover. This is uh, Croft, people. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna so, win American Idol for it. So why don't uh, I play another fun message before we jump into the episode, okay? Okay. Yeah. I also dropped the um, Philip message to you guys in the chat if you want to listen to it privately while I'm playing this other one. So you'll always be one behind, 
Um, okay. Yeah, let's I'm see. keen. Okay, this message is from old friend of the show, the great. Um, I, I should remember that I have to download these before I actually announce them. The great Tam. Tam. Remember hey Tam? guys, this is Tam. I want to congratulate the Alt podcast on passing the halfway mark. 50 episodes out nope. of 99. So, you know, keep listening or robots will eat your dog. Hey guys, this is Tam. <laughs> I want to congratulate the Alt podcast. I have it on I have it on loop for some reason. <laughs> so it's like as soon as the, the clip uh, stops, it just starts up again. So it's like really, really unprofessional. Like, see, this is this is the level that we've reached in uh, fifty years of podcasting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every year, getting just a little worse. Yeah, it's uh, a little more senile. That was a nice message from Tam. I don't think he's been on an episode in uh, over two years. Yeah, I don't fine. even know who that is. It might what? have been in the in the first in the first two years of the fifty years, maybe. Yeah, Tam oh, wow. uh, did a lot of casts in the within the first ten episodes. Um. Mm. But, you know, it was one of those things. He was, he was really good. He was fun. But, you know, mm-hmm. I, I just I, I don't like, you know, pushing pushing people. I don't like – I think people, you know, people are into it or, or they want to move on, you know. It's like I feel like, you know, it was a mutual breakup. Um, <laughs> and you know, here we are. So um, what you're saying was you felt uh, that Tam should stop doing the cast as much as <laughs> Tam did. <laughs> I just didn't think that he was that good. So it was like, <laughs> I was just trying to find a way to very diplomatically, uh, um, you know, let's let's well, hear his right. message again. Hey guys, this is Tam. I want to congratulate the Alf Podcast on passing the halfway mark, fifty episodes out of ninety-nine. So you know, keep listening, or robots will eat your dog. Okay, yeah, that was good. Um, all right, so you guys want to start digging into digging into the meat and get the meat on the the meat on the bone? <laughs> yeah, get yeah. that meat. So, so, sorry. Go ahead. This this was um, probably my fam- my favorite episode of of Alf that I've because it's like one of the few that I have actually enjoyed. That's very um, interesting. Yeah. I I the the like darkness of like having a very special episode about alcoholism where like Alf is like insulting the alcoholic. Um, <laughs> I think it's great, and that yeah. is definitely the tone that should have been adopted for the entire Alf show. Yeah, it feels like a like a missed opportunity in hindsight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Could, could have been making fun of Willie about his crack habit, you know. Yeah, this is a uh, so the 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 the, the o- overview of this episode is that Kate has some uh, college buddies in from out of town. Um, they're all very successful except for Kate, um, which is sort of sloughed off as a storyline. <laughs> Yeah, it's passed off as a little joke. Yeah, and then one of them turns out to be like a raging alcoholic and um, meets Alf, who she Mm -hmm. thinks to be a hallucination. Um, Sammy, which was named Sammy, which we can get into. I think there's some Mm -hmm. some some, something some stuff to unpack there, um, Mm -hmm. just with regard to like how realistic that is. You got to unpack our adjectives. Yeah. Sorry, I'm going to just adjust my volume. I feel like I'm not doing well with this cast. Like, the volume's all fucked up. It's like... <laughs> and you can't change the volume in Windows without it going... Okay. It's special um, 50th anniversary levels. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think every <laughs> 50, every 50 episodes, like your, your podcast skills just reset and you have to just start over again. Yeah. This is like, right, all it's the like, beginning. um, it's like what, like a judo master, like yeah. after you get the black belt, you go back to the start. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this had a very, I think it had a very like, um, also like eighties kind of working girl kind of, um, yeah, uh, go go yeah. kind of m- me me vibe, right? Big hair. Okay, sure. Like what? Like she's like this this uh, laser, like this really intense professional like go getter, but she has her demons. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, they don't say what she does. She's a lawyer. Oh, yeah, right, they she's do a lawyer. Say they do. <laughs> they go into it. Um, no, well, I know they go into it, but they never say in, in initially. Like she oh. doesn't in, in the in the initial where they go to the Cajun restaurant that doesn't look like it's Cajun. There, everyone says what they do except for her. Uh, she they just talk about margarita. her being at the Supreme Court. They yeah. talk about her. Oh um, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, you're way off base here. I'm, um, you know I'm what? It little, actually. I'm just a little dim-witted today. Uh, today. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> what it actually reminded me of um, was uh, a show that I uh, had recalled recently and thought that I might have dreamt that it existed and that it didn't actually exist. Uh, the show being Cashmere Mafia starring um, Lucy Liu. Wow. Uh, is, that, which, is that real? It, t- it turns out it was a real show and I just didn't remember it because it was very uh, quickly cancelled and it was uh, it was kind of uh, like a rival of another show called Lipstick Jungle which were each of them were created by one of the separate co-creators of Sex and the City and they were about Uh, these like oh yeah I've heard of that show high powered high powered career women who would presumably sit around and have margaritas and discuss their high powered careers it seems Mm. as though neither were successful correct because I I haven't heard of the other one you are correct yeah ABC decided not to renew the series for a second season apparently according to wikipedia yeah i just like there were a lot of things in this episode that reminded me of things that have um popped up recently like literally just before i was watching this i was watching um i don't know if either of you guys watched the the netflix explained show by vox no Um, i know of it but i know yeah right Mm -hmm. um so i watched the episode on astrology and they uh mentioned the age of aquarius which obviously is the thing that Alf paints on the ceiling or mm-hmm. uh, yeah. up on the up on the thing at the start. So that was like pretty coincidental. And also, I thought that was kind of funny, um, and that the uh, that Willie and Kate were just like total sticks in the mud. About, like, oh, we can't have the girls over if you painted yeah something fun weird. on the ceiling. I mean, I thought that the <laughs> girls would have found it like uh, amusing. Yeah. It seems like exactly the kind of thing you do for like a college. Yeah, family. like look, remember but like, how crazy we whoa, were. Whoa, we can't can't have any fun. Oh yeah. goodness. Who and where else? And so we open the episode where basically kind of they're polishing silverware mm-hmm. for this gathering. Which yeah, like, yeah. Clear. Considering they go out for a yeah. pitcher of margaritas, like that, that doesn't seem to match the tone of ultimately no. what's appropriate yeah. for a yeah. um, and and a. Uh, Alf uh, breathing on a candlestick is a joke. Yeah, they they put a I I noted that as well. They put a laugh track over him breathing on a candlestick when it's like it's it's there's no setup for it. He's just it's polishing like, a candlestick. Like a, unless it's supposed to be a phallic symbol, but yeah. I can't. I see. Okay, I can explain this to you guys. I understand okay. your confusion. So laugh track, the way it works, is it sort of sets the mood 
It doesn't have to be for a particular joke. It's sort of like when you're you when you're just you love yeah. a show so much. It's so funny. Uh-huh. It's almost uh-huh. funny just to anticipate it's, how funny it's yeah. going to be. So, what, what you're saying is it's <laughs> it's for idiots. Yeah. No, I didn't say that. Stupid, for, uh, stupid. programming sheet. It's very similar to the the the, the very very faint laugh track they play during Scooby Doo or the Flintstones. It's not really associated uh-huh. with a joke. It could just be like Fred walking across the room. It's like, <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Fred walking the is negative like, space. That's, yeah. that's a comedy bit. The interesting about laugh track is how um, the, the majority of laugh tracks were recorded yeah. you know, many uh-huh. decades ago and most of the so, audience They're is all dead. dead. Yeah. yeah, dead people laughing. Yeah, yeah. okay. So um, I thought uh, Alf had a couple of really good zingers in this sequence. One of them was that uh, Kate was criticizing his polishing abilities, and he said, what are you, the smudge police? No. No laughs. <laughs> and he also told rent, uh, Kate to rent a sense of humor. Rent a center. Rent a sense of humor. Is that yeah, good? Rent- uh. No. And maybe if it was like, I don't know, like maybe if they were like polishing a car, because then it's like you rent a car. But yeah, I guess I don't yeah. know. I think you. Eh. I, I thought, um, funny. I thought the polishing the doorknob was kind of funny. Is that like a uh, oral sex? He said knob. Joke. Polishing the knob. Uh, um, I, I tell you what I, I liked um, okay. was when the the puppet fell from a great height. I enjoy. <laughs> I enjoy that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm into uh, that. That was quite a while later, though, James. I mean, that was after well, yeah. the graffiti. Yeah, but that was great. It was. Funny. I mean, do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to do the blow by blow on the silver polishing scene? No, we can. We can move yeah, past. Yeah, do we that. have to po- like figure out everything? Like, <laughs> I had no. I had one observation that actually ended the aquar- uh the silverware uh, scene uh-huh. was that uh, uh-huh. Willie and uh, Brian come to the door and demand that they be let in because they're holding groceries like couldn't willie have put the groceries down and like open the door that's what i usually do he's frail he's so like hey, hey, up. we have groceries <laughs> <laughs> come on know. let us in Al. i don't know why willie has turned into grover <laughs> my imitation or whatever that's what he sounds like when he's high yeah yeah which is all the time yeah so James, can you can you explain the uh, age of Aquarius to us? Oh, I only just looked up the the Wikipedia thing. It, like it seems to be nonsense, but the 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 Vox episode was very interesting. Okay, so the Vox episode didn't relate specifically to the actual age of Aquarius. But... Uh, it just it just plays a clip from the song. It's about uh, astrology in general, and okay. um, like I mean, you can be boring about it and say, "Hey, astrology doesn't work, and it's for idiots," which is probably what I would do if I were mm-hmm. making an episode about astrology but they you know go back and actually historically show like the the roots of what people do because like it doesn't come out of nowhere Mm -hmm. um it's like there's there's a there's a historical well there's a history of it right like and that's Mm -hmm. why you know the signs are this way and blah 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 blah, blah. right so um alf graffiti is the wall with With um Crayon. What does it say other than the age of Aquarius? Like, uh, well, welcome, welcome back. back to Sorority storm. girls. Sorority or what storm else? queens, yeah. I think. Storm queens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Alf graffitis the wall and Kate, as you guys mentioned, um, 
decides that they cannot host Kate's uh, college buddies because they have an overreaction there. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Willie tries to clean up the graffiti. He fails and decides that they're going to have to paint over it, which he decides to do that night. That was surprising Mm -hmm. to me. That's something I would have put off to the weekend, I think. Well, you know, he is um, a tinkerer, so he's going to have paint around. Yeah. And then Kate threatens to shave the puppet. (laughs) Yeah. And this this is, of course, when Alf climbs the ladder himself and does some painting. And yeah. no, wait, this is that's later. Sorry, yeah. that's, that's now, isn't it? No, it's no, around now. Cause, no, cause oh, yeah, yeah, that is well, right, right uh, there at the bar. Yeah, and, he climbed uh, Willie's ladder. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, so he, this was an interesting thing. So, so they couldn't have the the sorority sisters over or whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. one of these like classic things on um, the TV show where they make an excuse that makes no sense to like. <laughs> In reality, but makes sense to the audience. Yeah, and what she says is like my oh, decorator gets a little, got a little carried away. <laughs> yeah, like what does that even mean? Like, <laughs> it make, well, it makes sense to us because they're well, yeah, to us, this but... cantankerous puppet. But it makes no sense. What does it mean? No, and they wouldn't they add too many flourishes. Like, so, like, like question. She like the, her decorator Alfonso just um, you know threw out all the furniture and right. made everything paisley. So like, what does that mean? Ugh. Like, I would be pissed if somebody gave that a, as an excuse. Like, yeah. like what do you I mean? Like, like, what the fuck? <laughs> I can't come over because what? The house is too decorated. I don't get that. Bad writing. Bad writing. Okay. So that um, basically, I think, meant that. Um, Kate suggested that they go to the what was the name of the restaurant? It was just a, a restaurant. It was a pun. It was a pun off of like, Summa Come Come Lately or something. Come Summa Come Lately. Does that sound right? Dude. Do you guys even watch this episode? Gin restaurant, and that's a joke. <laughs> it was like a it was like on campus. Yeah, it was a campus place. Yeah. Called Summa Come Lately, maybe, which apparently has uh, become a Cajun place. Um, yep, and that's so funny. Yeah, why is that a joke? Why is that in there? I, I I couldn't figure that out. I mean, maybe like they're making people who eat Cajun stuff like because it's spicy. Too spicy. I guess. Yeah. Maybe a little racism built in there. Yeah. I feel like there's. <laughs> like, there's I, I I I think it might have been yeah. a little racist, like. How do you guys feel about Emerald in general? I I love his sitcom. Have you ever seen it? <laughs> uh, I think I did. I don't really remember. Oh, it. it's my favorite show in the yeah, world. I think that's a that's another show that I feel like I might have dreamt. That's real, man. Oh, it's real. Baby. You have to wow. you have to watch it, James. You got to watch all of it. Is well, it on YouTube? Most of it is on YouTube, except two episodes that are currently still lost. Hmm. That's really disappointing. It's really hard to believe how easy it is to lose like entire shows yeah. like well some of them weren't uh aired most of, most of the unaired episodes are on youtube but uh like two of them are missing i see so they weren't even yeah. aired yeah because you the gotta think that well. people's vcrs were on fire recording those mm. those episodes yeah, yeah um, well it didn't do well how about we do i think that's actually a good a good um show to cover on the tv dare podcast yeah i yeah. i would totally suggest that it's okay. uh well, bam 
Um, okay, he's actually from Massachusetts, not uh, Louisiana. So kind of a kind of a phony. Does, oh wow! He doesn't make the. Does he do the Cajun food? Yeah, he's this Cajun, Cajun all the way. Oh, okay. Baby. Um. Huh. So. Kate goes to dinner, um, with the with the ladies, and this is where they all start reviewing their um. Yeah. Uh, their accomplishments and and uh, qualities on uh, who they are as a person. Yeah. There's a little bit of a, a a TV inside joke here. Uh, I don't know if either of you caught it. I didn't. No. So um, the Maura says because um, Kate says something like um, I, I, looking after the children is a great responsibility, and Maura says what she really means is I have to stay home and watch all my children. And the actress, <laughs> the actress who plays Maura, Dorothy Lyman, is most famous for playing a character on All My Children. All my children. She plays yeah, Opal Sue Gardner. I uh, I did some research on her after I finished the episodes episode and forgot that she had mentioned that show it's very meta i love it yeah that's that's pretty cool now i couldn't figure it out but now i kind of now i like that yeah by the way i forgot to um there was a a through line in this episode relating to the color beige um oh yes and i forgot to mention that the, the first time they mentioned this uh i think alf so kate of course wants to paint that patch of the wall beige and alf says that beige is really non-committal right yeah mm-hmm. you guys have any feelings about the color beige uh, well, it's fine we're, we're redoing our kitchen and my mom doesn't want it to be beige beige is very dated very 80s um mm. and i think that the reason it was popular is because it was like still people still smoked inside uh. <laughs> <laughs> you just couldn't tell like like there's no difference between like a white wall that's uh, covered mm. in uh, like tar or just a beige <laughs> wall. So you as well start yeah. with beige. That's Gross. Mm, yeah. You know, I mean, you know, Alf did chain smoke off camera. So yeah, so it'd be funny if like um, Willie smoked. No, it's just like ask <laughs> <laughs> like me another deal. one. <laughs> Part of the show, just casually like. I would have loved that. That the show would have been so much greater if they just had. Willie like smoking like in every scene. Yeah, like people puff, smoke on TV you know, all the time. At one point, puff puff. <laughs> um. So where do we go from here? Let's play another message. Yeah. Oh, good idea. Let's see. Um, how do I do it? Okay, here we go. So this message is from the great. How about we do? This message is from the great Katya Zenina. And it's actually in my, my email. personal favorite. Yeah. She she was going to attend this podcast, but she had to go to uh, St. St. <laughs> Petersburg. Oh, I have Saint a lot of friends there. She had to really? hang out with Ryan North. Yeah, she's hanging with Ryan North in St. Petersburg. She's with my friend, she's with my friend Andre. Yeah. Uh, we all know Andre. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone knows uh, Andre Kuzetsnov. Everyone knows yeah, him. I'm sorry. Okay, uh, give me a give me a, a second of quiet here. Although I can't seem to sending my congratulations to. I can't seem to um, like I started playing it. Yeah, and it, I'm it sending my congratulations. Let me back it up. So it's, oh, it's fucking fucking <laughs> <laughs> Okay, where did this go? Found it. Okay. 
and now it's a non non recognized audio file. So that's right. nice. I'll just refresh the page. <laughs> see if that works. <laughs> okay. yeah, I'm sending my congratulations to the Biopod team. Happy 50th episode of Alpha's Vacuum platform. Uh, I'm truly honored to be part of this team. And I'm looking forward to reviewing many more crazy, disturbing, and exciting episodes of ALF with you. There's a lot to cover, and uh, to all of the listeners, thank you, and stay tuned. Oh, really sweet message. Really great. Oh, Sorry lovely. you guys couldn't hear it. <laughs> I actually heard most of it. Really? Yeah, I could. I, could I think that's it. a biropod first. Woo! Somebody hearing some I, audio. Yeah, considering I have, like, kind of bad hearing, that's pretty, pretty yeah. proud of myself. Okay. Not to toot my own horn, but... So, Kate's having a uh, delicious... So Okay, so so they're they're, they're at the uh, restaurant. Yeah. Um, Suma come lately. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, this... Uh, now, so what does, were they eating? I think they didn't have any food, I don't think. Did they? I, they did. I, I thought I saw some lettuce. Yeah, that's like rolls. the remnants of a meal. There. Yeah, okay. it's like they finished everything. So they just sprinkled some like lettuce on the plate. Yeah, they just threw like, like mm-hmm. they like they took like the cast like lunch and whatever they didn't eat, they just put there. So Kate is talking with her three friends. Um, yeah, Mora comes in last, a little bit late, right, and orders an entire pitcher of margaritas uh, for herself. Mm-hmm. Right, classy. Yeah, very. Um, uh, Pretty subtle uh, uh, setting in on the character there. Yeah, and then they chat Sylvia, about. Sorry, go ahead. Sylvia, the um, the friend that owns the paper store, I thought was uh, really boring. Yeah. Well, mm. see, the thing is that she had a paper store. She sold that. She had a paper factory and sold that. Uh-huh. And then she bought a forest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I guess you can buy a forest. Yeah, buying acre, acres of land. Yeah, it's yeah. it's always great to catch up with Sylvia. Yeah, I guess yeah, like we love you, can, her. you can invest in acres of timber land to be harvested for the the paper yeah. industry. That's what it's called. I think that's um, upstream. That's the upstream uh, timber industry, and the paper paper uh-huh. uh, store is the downstream and the, the vertical integration baby is the midstream got it got it got it yeah good okay. so this woman must be like what like a like a in in the money multi-millionaire right i mean she must be really successful She's why is she hanging out with this, this trash like yeah. Kate doesn't even have a job what a loser yeah why are you hanging out with them broad although i guess they must be pretty well to do because apparently they all took like flights down just for this one dinner like mm-hmm. and left the same day yeah and they left pretty like and they were like oh you're leaving already yeah yeah Abruptly. so this is like a this is a trope um of the kind of family sitcom that the housewife always has these like high-powered friends and she has to kind of like awkwardly face up to the fact that she you know sacrificed her career in order to like raise yeah. brats yeah. Yeah, that's true, isn't it? That happens a lot. Like happens to Marge Simpson and mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. like probably every other post Brady Bunch TV family. Yeah. It's actually the most recent time I saw this trip was on a very re- recent show. There was a there's a show on um Netflix called The Letdown. I believe it's actually Australian. Uh-huh. Uh, huh. 
but it's a, it's a very very accurate representation of like what it's like to be a mother in the first you know yeah several months it's... of a child's life um but that character had like a you know she left her job and like mm-hmm. immediately was being replaced by this like young go-getter um so i'm sure it's very relatable and that's why they keep doing it very depressing yeah like so this is i think mid midstream mid um mid dinner here is where we get some some more painting over the um the graffiti um mm-hmm. also by the way one of the women says that um something about buying some like a beige blazer or something and yeah, to match, so non-committal. Yeah. I heard that. Mm-hmm. It is pretty non-committal, I guess. Um, so we get a line also. So Willie's painting the wall. He answers the phone. He, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what got us here. Basically what happens is this uh, woman has a meltdown and asks if she can stay at the Tanners because yeah. she's fighting with her husband. So Kate, uh-huh. course, Kate naturally, phones. of course, just goes, uh, no. No. <laughs> she should have stuck with that, by the way. Get a hotel. She's got a lot of money. It's like, She's a high power this, is a, this is like one of those rare Kate heavy episodes. She's like often, it's often like kind of Willie's show. Yeah. Um, in, in terms of humans. Um, and uh, this doesn't really do much to like, soften Kate's image is just kind of like the, you know, the family bitch. Yeah. I actually have a line in my notes. Uh, it's further up, but it says, yeah. um, Kate is being a particularly harsh bitch in this episode. <laughs> She's like willfully ignorant of her friend's alcoholism and she yeah. like doesn't want her yeah. to stay the night. Uh, no. Yeah. Really hostile it. towards like Alf yeah. for no reason in the beginning. Right, yeah. Um, yeah. Forcing him to do labor for her. Yeah, I mean, yeah. maybe he did something bad beforehand. That doesn't sound like Alf. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I must be thinking of someone else. <laughs> he gets in a lot of trouble, that puppet. Oh, yeah. That, uh, that shaggy alien. He likes the sauce. Yeah. Yep, that colleague made of cloth. So... Uh, so Kate has to excuse herself from the table to presumably go find a payphone because it's 1988 um, <laughs> to call Willie and ask if she can. Oh, not presumably. I think they show her on the payphone, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. They do. They do. Or maybe it's oh, like a yeah, restaurant yeah. phone. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you could, there was a point where you could go to, up to like somebody in a restaurant. And you're like, can I use your phone? Like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah. So like. Willie tells Alf not to take over painting, but he does. And then he falls off the ladder. Yeah, and it's like they just drop the off the ceiling. It's a, it's a particularly kind of like um, slave setup for Alf in this episode. Like it's like Alf, do this. Alf, do that. Yeah, very, mm-hmm. kink, you know, very kinky. Yeah, just denied agency. Is it possible that Alf is like a, um, like a masochist, like a sexual masochist, and uh, gets off on being. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't surprise and... me. It wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> we don't really explore Alf's sexuality enough. Sexual in the dimensions. Series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like. Well, well, little... there is that one episode where, where the uh, like an implied facial happens. <laughs> I don't know which one that is. <laughs> the Terry Face the... one. 
There's the one where he tries to impregnate Brian as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there's also the um when he makes an advance on Lynn via his puppet oh, yes. in uh, the oh, prior episode. You're the one who fell into this world. I'd already I'd already blacked it out. Yeah. Wait, no, you're the one who's out of his out of this world is a much earlier one. That's the yeah, one right, one, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's an early episode. But the in the the puppet one was much more direct. He was like, yeah, hey baby, I don't really want to fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I want to get into those legs. <laughs> I love those legs, baby. So Alf made a joke when he was uh, when he was painting um, the wall. Mm-hmm. Which I didn't, I didn't get. Thought maybe I'd ask you guys. It mm-hmm. was um, where the fuck? Oh, that's like covering up a Rembrandt with a Winchell's billboard. Do you guys know what Winchell's is? I'm not familiar with Winchell's. Uh, I think it might have been. I think it was a donut place. Hmm. I I can't remember. Okay. Like irrelevant, I, I, right? I mean, yeah, no, not relevant. I mean, I, I, I thought of just like Paul Winchell, who did the voice of um, of of Tigger, and he had a TV show with a puppet called Winchell Mahoney Time. Huh, I never knew of that. Course, Winchell's that's, that's Donuts, yeah, an international donut company founded by Vern Winchell on October eighth, nineteen forty eight, in Temple City, California. Uh, I'm surprised I remember that. They that's have good... stores in Guam, Saipan, and Saudi Arabia. Wow. I just googled Winchell's Donuts billboard, and all I got were Dunkin' Donuts billboards. So, Ugh. oh fucking Google. Yeah, because that would be a good thing to put on like the cover of this episode with like yeah. no explanation. There, like, there's a picture on um, Wikipedia, but it's the backside of a billboard um, above huh. a, a Winchell's Donut establishment, and it's got some sort of graffiti on it that says something like "Fugza," I think. Yeah, that's weird. There's a picture on Google Image Search for Winchell's Donuts where it's like a paper plate with two glazed donuts on it, and next to that is a uh, pack of Pall Mall cigarettes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I saw that one too. I think you, you, you saw that's, that one. Yeah, that's going to be. Call that one a Winchell's <laughs> breakfast. Yeah. Okay. That's the, that's the famous Winchell's bre- breakfast. <laughs> Donuts and cigarettes. No coffee. <laughs> you, can, you can get in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I like to eat it dry. Yeah. Mm. So... So this is when the puppet falls from a great height, which I, I just uh, love whenever this happens, whenever he's throwing a great distance or like anything like that. Yeah, He makes a great noise. And that happens a lot like in a yeah. lot of like puppet-heavy shows. Like yeah. Muppets, mm-hmm. it happens a lot too. <laughs> basically, the, the puppet becomes like this, this prop. They can just like, toss. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's a, a colleague made of cloth. You expect it. Yeah. Like I when actually... uh, Kermit falls off the building. I like oh, that. Yeah. I love when Kermit gets hit by a car. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. Makes such a, he makes like a really quiet noise. <laughs> it's so funny. So, um, yeah. What were you going to say, Byron? One thing I forgot to mention during the... Um, uh-huh. During the the dinner also was that one of the I think it was um Mora said she couldn't uh-huh. like run for district attorney or something because yeah. she smoked marijuana once in the 60s um oh yeah I'm pretty sure I don't I don't think marijuana has been ne- mentioned by name in this episode in this show to this point am I wrong about that huh. it's uh, the OG weed so. reference yeah yeah 
it might have been hinted at, but I don't know if it was like explicitly. Um... I don't think so. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm probably thinking of like family ties when the the parents are like implied to have smoked a lot, yeah. or to still smoke a lot. Yeah, which is fine. It's like it's okay when white people do it, right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That's, that's that's totally fine. Speaking of Sex in the City, I. One of the uh, Sex in the City ladies is running for uh-huh. um, Congress in New York, and that's right. One of the platforms. Yeah, like I keep, um, I keep thinking that it's like a, a like a joke, like haha, the actress. But then I remember that like those women actually, I mean, with the exception of Sarah Jessica Parker, I think they they actually have like serious interests outside of that stupid, stupid show. Yeah, like um, there was actually mm-hmm. a famous incident on Australian television where. Um, uh, one of the other ones, the one whose name I don't remember, um, went on to like uh, talk about like a like a landmine program or something that she was doing for the UN, mm-hmm. and instead she was ambushed by the morning show hosts uh, wearing like a like a bad Sarah Jessica Parker wig, and <laughs> they wanted her to like read out a little script and do a little skit mm-hmm. with them, and she was like, I don't know if this is a good idea. Yeah. Like there are literally people like with missing yeah. limbs here, like stepping like on landmines. Like it's supposed to be. It serious. was a famous uh, embarrassment for Australia on the world stage. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, you mean like uh, like Demi Lardner? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, so Cynthia Nixon running for New York governor. Um, and yeah. One of her platforms is uh, legalizing marijuana, and her argument is like, well, it's already legal for white people. Um, right, it's legal. It's decriminalized here. Yeah, it's uh, oh, so it's decriminalized in New York, but it's not legalized. Yeah, yeah, that's the way. Strictly, but, yeah, yeah. But, like, I you can that... get like medical because my my mate has a medical card. Yeah, yeah. Cool, dude. Um, I'm sorry to to hop on this, but the the Vox Explained show did also do an episode on marijuana, which I also oh. watched tonight. Um, also very educational and. And um, uh, I learned a lot. Cool. I'll check it out. Yeah. I think um, I heard her. I heard something like in term. It was like a clickbait headline, but you know, a classy mm. one about just the the word marijuana having some kind of racist roots. Which I'm yeah, I've heard uh, that. Uh, um, I've heard that before. Like it's Personally, like, I'm opposed to racism. They tried to make it sound more Mexican or something. I don't know. Yeah, that that's, that that is true. That's what I've heard. Yeah, I've heard people say that. But it was that. called like cannabis more frequently before. Yeah, uh, cannabis. I think is like the original term. Yeah. Yeah. So back to Elf, I guess. Uh... <laughs> so yeah. around about here is when we get the mention of the court case. Do you guys remember the name of the court case? Yeah. So uh, yep. it was something versus. Fusco, right? Yeah. People versus Fusco, People which is People versus Fusco. Exactly yeah. accurate. Yeah. Yeah, very accurate. That's, the people is everyone in the world versus Fusco. <laughs> everyone who's ever seen in even a minute of Alf. It was a really heavy handed Easter egg. Yeah. Like so Yeah. There was no laugh track either, so you really had to hunt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cause it, yeah, because it wasn't a joke. It was just like they just inserted his name because they needed the name of a court case yeah. for Lynn to stay out or yeah, but it's not I like thought... subtle at all. It's like his name is no. all over it. It's in the yeah. credits. Mm. It's it's like created by. It's like I guess they just expect like brain dead zombie viewers to just turn their brains off whenever like a, a court thing is mentioned. So it's yeah, just like, like, oh yeah, it's the old court you know, is boring. Blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 
be fair, I, I tend to do that. So, except <laughs> for the uh, the uh, really um, high impact Batman v Superman case. Uh, <laughs> that was, a rock, that rock was an sock. important precedent. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we get more. Uh, comes comes around. Oh well, so Elf like pours paint all over the couch. Mm-hmm. Um. So they put a bed in the living room. I guess. Yeah. It. Mm-hmm. That's um, like a a joke or something. Yeah. Alf is required to sleep in Brian's room, which he doesn't want to do because he's offended by Brian's Smurf clock. Smurf clock. But I. I yeah. Unclear I mean, why. Yeah, I I didn't understand it, but I mean, I I kind of thought it was funny. Yeah, I did too. I Are Smurfs yeah. aliens? Maybe. Uh. Oh, well, I. It's I like, think, is, I, it's I a culture, Peo. not a costume. No, Peo yeah. was an alien. Peo created the Smurfs. He was an alien. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Peo is an alien. Um. And Mora comes over. Um. And one of the things that, one of the things I was struck by was that like. She didn't mention then when she got there. Like, what did you mean by the decorator got carried away? Like. <laughs> <laughs> Kate probably has a long history of just like utterly transparent excuses that her her friends have just given to ignoring, I guess. Yeah, they probably accept it. Do you think she has a borderline personality disorder? Uh, Kate? I mean, I have borderline personality disorder. I mean, I I don't think I could sit in her. I mean, sorry, I shouldn't shouldn't have brought up a genuine mental illness. Not a mental illness, mental differentness. Sorry, sorry, Vivian. It's an illness. Well, from a first person perspective, do do you find any commonality with the character? Uh, No. Oh, sorry. No, not really. (laughs) Definitely not really. Yeah. It was not an apt uh, comparison. (laughs) I I, I was just kind of reaching for some kind of, uh, you know, comment. I I remember that they say that. uh, Anakin Skywalker has borderline personality disorder. Yeah, that sounds right. Vivian, I do wonder you feel if like there a, are any Anakin Skywalker symptoms. kind of character. Uh, me? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm totally Anakin. I think everyone is, huh? No, hmm. not mm, only people with BPD. Yeah. I wanted to be Luke when 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 I was. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you have borderline like people who try to offend you, they'll call you Anakin's. Like. Yeah. That's like uh, a slur. Yeah. So why don't we play another um, recording? Uh, yeah. This one is from the great. Who else we got here? Uh, Philip. G- no. <laughs> Sean Green. <laughs> great Sean Green. Oh, I should have. Halfway okay. Yeah. So this is uh, Sean Green from the great podcast Halfway Okay. Woo. Um. I don't really have the same kind of relationship with the uh, the other one from that show. What's his name? Uh, Danny Dingleberry. Danny, Danny um, Fast. So Danny Fast. There's no, no recording from him, but it's like, ah, I don't really want it. You know, sully the show. So let's play uh, the clip from, uh, <laughs> from uh, Sean Green. Hey, everyone. It's me, Sean Green, from the Halfway OK podcast. And I just wanted to wish Byron and all the crazy kids over at that uh, crazy little Alf thing he does a happy 50 years. You did great 50 years of podcasting. You did really nice times. Uh, everyone's having a great day. That's good. Thank you. Thanks, Sean. Everybody go um, check out Halfway OK uh, yeah, podcast. Yeah, it's a great time. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and hopefully eventually they'll be all the way okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, um, well, I mean, I, I listen every week. I don't know about that. James, I know you didn't hear it, but he actually used the same 50-year joke as you. So uh, you kind of stepped on his line there. Yeah, you totally fouled it up. Yeah. I don't know. Like, you guys can figure that out offline. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Did we mention that uh, Mora has gigantic shoulder pads? Just huge. I I did notice those, yeah. I I did notice, but I I didn't, like, think anything of it. Because wasn't that, like, a fad? It was, it's for yeah. the caliber of your career. Like the more high-powered a career gal you are, the the bigger your shoulder pads have to be. Yeah, and I think it's sort of like a, um, like symbolic, sort of masculine. Um, mm-hmm. What's the word? Um, uh, uh, signal. Effigy. Masculine no, uh, signaling. Ma- masculine yeah, sure. signaling. Sure. Yeah. This is what I was getting at back back the, back back at the beginning. Like the eighties mm-hmm. was like more women coming into higher power executive positions and like you know it's good it's all positive stuff don't get me wrong <laughs> oh boy yeah like um uh one percent of the one percent should own 99 percent of the wealth and half of those people should be women exactly exactly and they should mm-hmm. they should be like uh you know equally entitled to hold really yeah. just heinous political beliefs yeah, remember like right. Kate's joke, this is the 80s? No. Oh, uh, that was from an earlier episode. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, Will. Oh, come on, Willie, step into the 80s. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Was that in reference to marijuana? No. I, honestly, <laughs> I can't even remember. I must have blacked it out. Oh, I think it oh, I think it was uh Lynn wanting to go on a skiing trip. And Willie didn't want it to happen. Step like, into oh, the eighties. No. That's right. Uh, right, the eighties ski trip. Yeah, classic eighties staple. Yeah. Um, so we get, get into the um, meat right about now. Yeah. So this is where we we're fun- going to meet we, Sammy. We've we've had some some pretty large hints dropped throughout the th- throughout the episode to this point that um, of course Mora has a really bad drinking problem. So we get Mora at the kitchen table late at night, just pounding down some tequila. Right. And, uh, <laughs> yep. In comes Alf and she, uh, says, hi, Sammy. Hi. She mistakes Alf for what is a, um, I guess like a hallucin, hallucinary drinking buddy. Yeah. Which yes. I like, I've, I've drunk some alcohol in my time, including like sometimes more than I should have. Yeah. Uh, yeah does not cause hallucinations it's not it's not it's not i mean she's got to be taking other things if if i mean it was the 80s like you know it it could be uh, an aspect of the the putative personality disorder that we ascribe to her i don't know like a schizophrenia maybe right for which the alcohol is activated uh, by alcohol self-medication yeah symptom that would make more sense yeah so um, she's had this uh, drinking buddy, Sammy, for uh, a while now. They... Is there anything good in that scene, James? Uh, no, I skipped over that one in, in my notes. Um, okay. uh, I, my next note is uh, the, the phrase groaning and groping, which is apparently what Alpha's doing the next morning. Yeah, I, yeah, I wrote well, that. He probably too. does it a lot. Yeah, I wrote that. Classic old Alpha. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I think... Uh, so yeah, that's uh, Elf drinks a bunch of tequila with um, yeah 
And he makes a particularly interesting noise. Yeah. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, pitch perfect. Second time I've seen um, pitch perfect. Uh, I I think uh, like Alf being the physical embodiment of alcoholism is just like a, a masterstroke. It's it's genius. It's very uh, similar to the the way they use him in uh, Permanent Midnight, sort of the uh, embodiment of yeah. the uh, of um, the author's addiction, Ben and... Stiller's addiction. Yeah. What was the other guy's name? Ben Stiller. That was the man's name, Ben Stiller, the <laughs> famous writer of Alf. Um, it's Alf. Sorry, go ahead, James. It's around now that we we also get the the phrase booze hag, booze which hag, is probably yes. the that was my the uh, zenith also. of the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. So Alf is hungover. Um, Willie says he hears him uh, groaning and groping his way along the the walls of our hall or something like that. Yeah. Um, Alf repeats that line verbatim, pretty much, um, and then he refers to Mora as a booze hag. Booze yeah. hag. Would he have called a man a booze hag? Uh, no, because he's a he's a sexist. Like we've yeah. established this, haven't we? <laughs> he's a fucking yeah, he, sex, sexist. He definitely the alpha is. is a chauvinist. Yeah. Yeah. I think they prefer yeah, like, uh, booze uh, Wicca, Wiccan. Hmm. Like booze, uh, fem- booze female Homo sapien. Females. I don't. I don't know if anybody likes female. Um, I, I I also want to say that I think the uh, the notion of Alf being an alcoholic and like constantly breaking into their liquor cabinet is like highly plausible to me and it, oh, it yeah. was almost jarring that like it seemed like the first time he had done this well this it's is just... where it gets into almost a little bit unrealistic but like for the yeah. kids like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Kid's character yeah i'm surprised uh-huh. that elf didn't like the tequila like yeah. he strikes me as a big like yeah yeah big alcoholic like i think he'd like be like crack open a cold one with the boys like yeah no he hates the way it tastes and then mm-hmm. he vows to never do it again mm-hmm. yeah. right teeth hold sure Alf. i don't believe that um so kate doesn't buy it she doesn't believe that more is an alcoholic um, yeah she's in denial really tone deaf i mean like yeah mm-hmm. Like she ordered her own pitcher of our margaritas. It was known since college. <laughs> boiler boiler yeah. maker. Yeah, and that's so Willie sort of catches on a little bit. He remembers that um, Mars' nickname was boiler maker in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is a boiler maker? Uh, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a mix a between beer. beer and yeah, it's a whiskey you chase with a beer. Beer and what? Yeah. Okay. So it's not a cocktail. Well, you can do it as a cocktail as well, but like, yes. it's You'd, beer and whiskey. Like. You have to drop the shot glass into the beer. It's always seemed kind of uh, unsanitary to me, that kind of thing. Hey, that that could be uh, a kind of uh, flourish that you could yeah. add. Yeah. So if she drank 14 Boilermakers, I mean, she had 14 shots of whiskeys and 14 beers. That is a lot, actually. Yeah. That's a lot to drink. Yeah. <laughs> 14 shots and 14 beers. Come on. That's we a lot. thought Light it was beer, funny at the time. <laughs> yeah, what was uh, Willie drinking that night? Uh, tomato juice. Screwball. Screw. That's right. No, yeah. Screwdriver. Screwdriver. <laughs> what is a screwball? 
It's like, yeah, the, so yeah, Willie um, uh, has a Freudian slip where he, he's drinking his orange juice and he calls it a screwdriver. But um, like, wh- why would he like forget that he's not drinking a, an orange? Like, it uh, yeah. just, you know, that's he, he must have been joke. Like, pretty cracked out on that day. Yeah. Vivian mm. is a screwball orange juice with crack in it. <laughs> you know, I, I think it. guys still here oh <sighs> my audio Ew. my audio is fucked you guys still here well, you, that you know what... that's that's all right because that was some that was some audio that i wouldn't okay. care to <laughs> <laughs> i think i might leave this in actually that's, that's <laughs> it was kind of perfect like the it tuned out just in time to hear nothing of what vivian says and then just james is going <laughs> i thought I you were reacting to what i said um, so in some uh, uh, in in that vein of just like kind of disgusting things, Alf has a few colourful um, ways of referring to throwing up, uh, which he uh, comes up with. Uh, I understand. We, do we also have like a vomiting soundboard? Yeah, actually. Um, yeah, uh, I made a, this episode. Did a uh, vomit? Was it a remix? Should I play that now? Yeah, it's a remix. Yes. Okay. Let's see. Is this in the chat that you Alf saw at Happy Time? Yep. That's the one, right? Yep, that's it. Okay, this, so this is Alpha Vomit, Heavy Time by Vivian. This is going to open in uh, quick time for some reason. Drinking. It's not good. It's not good. That was really good. That was really good. Thank you, Vivian. Cheers. Cheers. Could you guys hear it? Uh, I regret. I, I regret think it's that I could probably blow out people's speakers. I, I played it very loud. Yeah, um, I think it's going to be a little bit of ear torture. Maybe I'll turn it down a little bit and play it again at the end. Um, so he uh, calls it the Technicolor Yawn and Driving the Porcelain, porcelain bus. bus. Yeah. Yeah. I never heard that, but that does sound like a very Alf phrase. He just made him up. Very in character for Alf. But, uh... How we used to say it on Melmac. Yeah. Yeah. Vivian, was... Vivian did you also record a, a verbal message? I. <laughs> I did because I initially. Where is thought it? That... Can I? Can I? Can I have ah. it? Oh, <laughs> I think it's just randomly in the in the in the chat. Oh, the other have. chat. Okay. Yeah, it may not be. It worth it again it's redundant i no it was it was fine uh i just uh-huh. i assumed that you weren't going to be able to make it and that's why you recorded the message uh-huh. um, but i mean like we can hear your recording as you also talk um no big deal let's see where is it where is this i can't find it we got oh it looks like rohan finally showed up mm-hmm. rohan this is good podcasting here, right? Oh, yeah. Everyone wants to hear that. I can't find it. Hitting that hour and a half mark right about now. Yeah, yeah I can't find it. So, Oh, well. Oh, yeah. I forgot the bars. Jesus. Did he do a message? No, I, was, I forgot to ask him. Oh. <laughs> huh. Yeah, he, he um, had a baby, much like I did. But um, mm. it kind of wasn't. 
just wasn't strong enough to podcast through having a baby. So, mm-hmm. um, takes so, a toll on the body. So, yeah. Vivian, if you want to send me that clip again, I'll play it. But I, for some reason, I can't find it now. So, um, I don't. I don't have it. I just recorded it straight to the chat. In in the um, is that you? Is that it? No, that's Hotel Sheaves. All right. Yeah. Never mind. Um, sorry. <laughs> Completely, completely lost it. Yeah. Um, so we get um, Willie kind of giving the after-school um, special uh, line, which Vivian actually used in in the song, which is Aren't "Drinking is bad." It's not good. <laughs> oh no! Sorry, I said it wrong. <laughs> it's like okay, we'll do it again. I'm drinking. It's not good. Drinking. It's not good. Oh, very inspiring. Yeah. So, don't drink. The kids will will never drink now. Yeah. No. Um, at this point, uh, we get the the one part of the episode that I I really actually take exception to. Yeah. Uh, that is. Uh, so Lynn is very enthusiastic about um you know, meeting Kate's lawyer friend. She clearly mm-hmm. has aspirations to join the legal profession herself. Yeah. And she is, because uh, I think it's been previously established that Lynn is a morning person maybe, um, but she's asking chirpily questions of Maura and uh, she asks what's the chief quality of a Supreme Court advocate. And um, Maura says something dismissive like uh, a, like a lack of a moral centre and shiny shoes. Um, I take huge exception to that. I am a huge Supreme Court buff. I'm mm-hmm. actually in the process of reading uh, a very long book about uh, the uh, Nixon era court by Bob Woodward of yeah. other, other Nixon journalism fame uh, called The Brethren. It's mm-hmm. a great book. I love it. And it, it, it has just increased my already formidable respect for uh, Supreme Court yeah. advocates. It's yeah. it's. Just it's the height of the legal profession. They do a great service uh, to the the country, to the constitution, to the democracy, and I will not have their name slandered yeah. by this silly puppet show. If you if you like um, Supreme Court reportage, I recommend mm. uh, Nina Totenberg on NPR. Oh well, great. yeah, she's she's uh, constantly mentioned uh, in yeah. these things because she's like a legendary reporter. Uh, yeah, she's on really these good. Things. She was. Uh, she was really nonplussed at one point mm-hmm. by Trump, but I forget forget for what. Huh. Actually, I think she was she was really she was really taken aback by the the Kennedy um, resignation when it happened. She yeah, was like, it was like a huge I bombshell mean, for her. Um, like I I was I was on the verge of hanging myself when yeah, that no, like re- really dick move. Waiting. It's like a like a second uh, twenty sixteen really. It's just like yeah. you know no, they, they, the God, hits keep coming. The nightmare continues. Yeah. By the way, I found uh, Vivian's clip. I'll play it. Hello, Byroverse. This is Vivian Clover Lejoie saying congratulations on 50 episodes of Elf is Back in Pod form. There's many more where that came from. Hope you brought your barf bags. <laughs> really good. Really good. Cheers. You couldn't have said that live. Couldn't have worked. Wouldn't have worked. <laughs> no, I couldn't have done it. Had to be pre-recorded. Okay, so I got to wrap this up here. Let's see what do we got. Uh, we got the Betty White Clinic. Um, yeah, Betty White Clinic. 
So basically, the, there's a plan hatched, Alf. Uh, so basically, yeah. um, Kate comes around to Mora being an alcoholic. Willie convinces her to do like a mini intervention. She does begrudgingly. And then midstream, I keep saying midstream this episode. Mm. It's weird. Um, she, uh, Alf gets the idea to reprise his role as Sammy. Um, and eventually, somehow, yep. that convinces yeah. her to stop drinking. Kind of amusing. I yeah. thought it was kind of amusing that Alf came up with that. It was a good, it was a good plan. It yeah, actually was I, pretty well written. Um, I, I thought it, yeah, I thought it was. More interesting yeah. than the normal conceit of Alf episodes. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, my my thought after that, when we're receiving like a letter from off-screen Mora, who's now doing very well, thank you, is that well, she says that she's found a group of people who supports her. Mm-hmm. Like she joined the People's Temple. Like uh, maybe the Hari Krishna. What's going on there? Oh, the, she she probably joined the uh, Branch Davidians. Oh yeah, <laughs> they were really big around then, right? I would yeah. say so. It was like uh, right before the uh, the maybe raid. She went, maybe she was with Five Jim years. Jones. Yeah, Jim Jones was a little before, I think, but still. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. That was. That um, was the People's Temple. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think uh, actually the aforementioned uh, trolling wiki article um, summed up this scene the best. So I'm just going to read it out verbatim. It says, "At the end, Alf has a letter arriving from Mora, who assures the Tanners that even though she will never be seen again, she's doing great and will be forever." <laughs> and she went back to her home planet, never to be seen again. <laughs> Probably the, uh, there's a little bit of a meta joke in the letter. She writes out "ha ha," and Alf says, "Like I hate it when people write out ha ha." Um, he was he would hate the internet in that case. Oh, but um, then uh, Kate says, "Well, at least she didn't write I kill me,' which is like a famous ha, Alf ha. line." Yeah, so yeah. Very, very meta. He also yeah. um, convinces the Tanners to buy him a cheese log in appreciation yeah. mm-hmm. for. Um, getting more sober because um, for some reason they got a cheese log catalog in the mail um, and um, he makes them order a 30, the number server 30, 37 the 3 pound cheese log for ninety nine ninety five, mm-hmm. um, and says be thankful I didn't get the Nell Carter ball and that's the joke the episode ends on was that a strong joke to end on? Uh, you know, I'll take it after um, after the rest of it. In some total, uh, I'll, I'll take it. It's definitely a step up from the usual fare. I guess it doesn't help hmm. that I don't know who Nell Carter is. I know the name, but I just I don't know who they are. But I know the oh, name. She's this, from uh, Facts you know, of Life. Old actress. Oh. Yeah. Old, really? Looks like she's in. Um... It's, it's the 1980s. Oh yeah, she was in Give Me Old. a Break. That's right. Not not the Facts of Life. Um, I don't know what the joke is though. Is it that she's she's a little bit overweight? I think the um the the log that he orders has a similar celebrity themed pun name. Yeah, that's right. So I forgot it's just to write down another celebrity. But like, mm-hmm. okay, but still, what is what is the issue with the Nell Carter log? She's really cheesy. <laughs> it must be I mean, she's, she's a woman of color. She's like a, a little bit overweight, maybe. I feel like there's like it's a racist. Stout. Uh, maybe racist body shaming joke in here that I'm hmm. missing. Um, apparently she is dead. That's sad. I'm I'm sorry to hear that. She died in 2003. 
So that's yeah, that's really sad. That's Sorry. a that's a fresh blow. Well, you know, this is the kind of stuff that happens in these podcasts a lot. So it's fitting that the fiftieth episode spectacular ends on that note that Nell Carter yeah. has unfortunately um, yeah. passed away. Yeah. Um. So you know, in a somber manner, I will thank you both for um for joining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to thank everybody who um, submitted uh, unsolicited their um, messages of, you know, goodwill towards the podcast. Um, Admiration. Yeah, I appreciate it a lot. I might be forgetting Adulation. one. <laughs> if I am, I'm very sorry. I'm very, very sorry. Maybe I'll edit it in, but I, th- I don't think so. Oh, I should mention that actually Jan made a bunch of really good um, computer animation uh, sort of bumpers for the for mm-hmm. the the cast that mm-hmm. I can use to like, you know, pl- plug it on Twitter and so on, you know, yeah. pretty classy, pretty classy. Oh, yeah. They're highly thematically appropriate, yeah. I thought. Great. So, um, that uh, big thanks to Jan, uh, not as much of a thanks to Philip, uh, or Sean. Um, <laughs> Tam, I appreciated. Uh, Katya was, was a good get. Uh, yeah. Okay, guys, any final thoughts on, um, tequila? Uh, yeah, I'll say that uh, the the moment uh, that I'm leaving this episode with is uh, the one where uh, Kate, not Kate, um, Lynn says to Maura just before she's about to leave for school that I really admire the work that you do and I, I really hope to be like you someday and dead silence falls and Maura just starts sobbing and, and Lynn goes, oh my God, what did I say? And there's, there's no joke. It is mm-hmm. like... <laughs> Your gut drops. This yeah. is a comedy yeah. show for children, oh, and yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, that's it. Well, it's a very special episode. What can you do? Yep. Uh, almost yeah. as special as the uh, very melancholy Christmas special. Oh, yeah. Uh, but not well, you're going to say the very <laughs> melancholy puppet episode with the ventriloquist doll. <laughs> well, that, yeah. I mean, that was... I, I, I think the Christmas special is a little bit more melancholy. We had a suicide attempt and a Similarly, terminal, yeah, terminal oh, yeah. child. Yeah. Uh, but that's fine. Girl. Um, okay guys well thanks for joining thanks everybody for tuning in and we'll check you out for another 50 episodes yeah because I think Alf has just about 100 episodes right like 101 or something 50 more baby yeah, so 50 Ooh, more and then do we're done it. until the reboot so uh, yeah. alright well uh, thanks again check us out next time on Alf is back in pod 4 drinking <laughs> bye. bye it's not good It's not good.